Welcome to the Better Side of Medium podcast. We are a podcast of regular people talking about regular things. Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. welcome. Here we are for episode three. Three. Ketchup is a food blanket where we'll get to hear all of Carrie's food opinions. Yes. Last week, why maybe it wasn't last week. I don't know what our last time. Last time we talked. We heard a lot from me. We hope you enjoyed food opinions. Well, you must have enjoyed soup is salad because now you're here to listen to this one. Ketchup is a food blanket. Ketchup is a food blanket. I hope none of you enjoyed a salad this week. (laughs) Or soup. Or soup. So how was your week, Phoebe? It was pretty good. I did not have soup or salad. Well, that's good. Always a win. Always a win. Yeah. And I had Coke in a glass bottle. Nice. Totally crushing it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really know what else. I was trying to think of what else to talk about, and I don't really know what. Oh, well, I mean, I can share that I um, have a treadmill at home and I like to run on it and um, it has like training programs in there. So I've been running the Chicago Marathon. Oh, not at all at once. That's a lot of treadmill time <laughs> in in like chunks. right? Yeah, in chunks. Oh, okay. And it's been really cool. It's nice. actually making me want to like possibly go somewhere and run for a oh. long time. Like but run that's... an actual marathon? In, yes, yes. And, okay. and I mean, it, I'm hesitant to say yes, because the training mm-hmm. amount of time that it takes to get to that point, I'm not it's fully committed lot. mentally. But um, the idea is there, which I mean, if any, I mean, I'll share my little healthcare journey or health getting healthy journey. So like two years ago, I couldn't even walk upstairs without assistance. And so I mean, just the fact that I'm on a treadmill thinking about running in another city on a marathon, huge. Yeah. Huge. We'll have to have an me. episode where you can share more about your okay fitness journey. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I think it might be a little bit interesting. I think it would be interesting. It, I mean, it was interesting. It has been. <laughs> to <laughs> <You> watch. <know? laughs> yeah, because you like never thought of yourself as an athlete or never. athletic at all. And nope. you're like legit an athlete now. Thanks. Yeah. That means a lot. You are. I appreciate that. You're like that. tracking your protein and all of this stuff. I am. Anytime you come over, I'm like really nervous about what I'm going to cook you because I'm like, do I have enough? Is there enough protein? <laughs> is it too much? I don't, You're doing great. I don't You're know what great, to do. You're is doing this great. Enough? No, it's great. What can I cook you? So supportive. <laughs> so, so supportive. <clears throat> well, oh, I did think of something to say. Okay, great. My bougainvillea what? got eight. Your what? Your what? <laughs> It's a plant. I'm sorry. What is wrong with you? Just the way the words are coming out of your mouth. I'm like, you're what? And I thought you said. What did you think? I thought you said boob. I was like, you're what? <laughs> I, in my face, I'm like, what is she I talking about right say now? Boob. I did not say boob. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, that took a turn. It, I was very confused because you were talking. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. Anyway. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm so sorry, everyone. No, my boogan via okay. is a plant, in the your... pink one, okay, in the backyard, on the trellises, the climbing vine. 
perfect. Bougainvillea. I Bougainvillea. have a different mental picture right now. Okay. <laughs> it got aphids, which what? are little black bugs. No. And I had to like cut it all back. I have two of the plants. One does not have aphids and the other one does. And I'm very upset. And I know. You've been growing that for some time. I have. And so if anybody has any tips on how to get rid of black aphids, please let me know. Yes. You can um, message me on our Instagram at Better Side of Medium or send us an email at Better Side of Medium at gmail.com. Please help me. I need some help. Well, I'm we could be so upset. We do have a, I do have a member of my family that might be able to help you that we'll Ooh. have to call. Yes, please. Yes. Thank you. We'll have to call her. Okay. I didn't know that you were having that problem. Well, it just happened the other day and yeah. I was really annoyed. And so I cut it all back and hopefully. I sprayed it with this spray stuff when I had yellow aphids on a different plant. But that plant has not really bounced back super well. So I'm not and you know really you hopeful about it. You probably sound like a very accomplished gardener right now because some people that are listening to this can't keep anything alive. I I am a bit of plants. a plant lady. I She's do a, really enjoy my plants. Yes. I have a worked really hard. Patio. I worked really hard to turn that patio into like a lush garden oasis. Yeah. Last year I grew up pineapple. It was amazing. It tasted so good. <laughs> so hopefully I'll get another one this year. We'll that see. would be ideal. That would be yeah. awesome. It takes like six months for that thing to mature. It was on that plant for at least six months. Well, here's to hoping your <laughs> bougainvillea. <laughs> Did I say it right? I don't actually know how to say it. Bougainvillea? Okay. Bougainvillea. It's not boobavillea. <laughs> no boobs here, guys. Little plant with the pink flowers. Oh my God. The vines. This really, this really took a turn. <laughs> so, Carrie, let's discuss your food opinions. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> let's I'm ready. jump right in. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say I have many. I have, I have opinions, but they're in a different vein than Phoebe's. <laughs> If that makes any sense. I don't so, know that many people have opinions in my vein. I mean, I don't like, call anything aggressive or haughty <laughs> or, um, yeah. Like, I don't get tired when I'm eating. <laughs> I don't have any of those things happening. But I do have an issue with buffets. Let's hear it. That all these people are using the same spoons to serve their food. And mm -hmm. it just... It's very like ugh, to me. Like I'm not this. I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not a germaphobe. My husband's a germaphobe. Seriously, like germaphobe. Yeah, but he is. <laughs> I'm not. But just knowing the statistically how many people don't wash their hands after using the restroom, and then they're all at the buffet putting their hands on the spoons, mm. and everyone's using the same spoon. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I think that ugh, it's just not worth. The savings to get you the buffet, I guess. I yeah, mean, I never really thought of that I, until like COVID, and then the idea of a buffet. Yeah, and people are breathing disgusting. on the food, and I just don't. Yeah, not my not my favorite place to I be. I don't as a love buffet. a buffet, but it's because I'm like this food. I don't know how long this food has just been sitting here. Yeah, and another thing, like a buffet is the only restaurant I've ever walked out of. Um, let's hear that. Like story. we went to eat. I don't remember where exactly we were, but my husband and I went to, it was like a, some type of Chinese buffet kind of set up and we went and made our plates and then we sat down at the table, you know, usually at a buffet, they don't really wait on you. Of course, they're just going to bring your drinks. So they bring us the drinks and I'm, and they walk away and I lean into my husband. I'm just looking around the restaurant and I don't know, I just got this vibe, like, this place is dirty. I was like, 
but like on the surface looked fine but like as i sat there and like really like paid attention i'm like i leaned over the table my husband i'm like don't eat that and he's like why i'm like just don't put the fork down and he's like what and i'm like we're leaving he's like why i'm like we're gonna get food poisoning we're we're leaving but it was this giant buffet place and there might have been 10 tables with people in it at the peak of like lunch and i thought this is weird there should be more people here this is strange i don't know i just had this weird feeling (laughs) so the waiter came back over i was like hello um yeah we made plates but mm, we're not staying Bye. I've never done that ever in my life. So, um, yeah, cleanliness is a big deal. That's also why I don't like potlucks. Oh, because everybody's bringing everything you don't like know where it's coming from? Exactly. Oh, that makes sense. I, I've mentioned this to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, like, complete, like, completely knew exactly mm-hmm. why. Well, I get that. I also get it because I'm like, I don't know how good a cook people are. No. And the other thing I think, too, right? is, like, do they have, I mean they have cats do their cats like to walk on their kitchen counter like this i had a cat it walked on my kitchen counter and so i just imagine things like that probably have never happened so you also yeah, like moved into it. a house that had a lot of cats and there Ugh, was cat hair the previous owners everywhere it was even in the freezer yeah it there was cat hair in the freezer, freezer. Mm-hmm. yeah it was it was pretty <laughs> So, you know, you don't want to eat any of her food at a potluck. Not Carrie's food, that lady's food. That lady's food. food. I don't remember her name, but you don't want it. So, okay. Well, the title of the episode is Ketchup is a Food Blanket. Yes. Would you care to elaborate on that? The thing is, is that, yes, ketchup is a great condiment. There's lots of people out there that just love their ketchup. But really, when you put ketchup on anything, it flavors it to ketchup. So you might say it's aggressive. Ah, as a condiment, I guess maybe it's mm. aggressive. Sounds pretty aggressive. Sounds she like a raw. She got right me there. She led me right into it. But it, you know, and the the people in this world that enjoy ketchup want the ketchup really. Like their food is just a reason to eat the ketchup. Yeah. To me, that's just yeah. just. I mean, ketchup they're, fans. They're, like they're the everywhere. nugget is like a ketchup delivery system. Exactly. It's just a spoon. Exactly. Like it's, our, a, it's a nugget. Our spoon. granddaughter Kala, she went through a ketchup phase, and that little sweet thing would put ketchup on her. Uh, we had cut up cantaloupe, and it was on her plate, and she was dipping her cantaloupe in the ketchup just to get the ketchup to oh, her that mouth. Is an interesting flavor combination. <laughs> the cantaloupe was just the transport for the ketchup. <laughs> and ketchup you know, my son Cameron loves ketchup he has a shirt that says something about right ketchup Cam. like ketchup is something i don't know he, he's i'm gonna have to ask him what that t-shirt used to say but he had this shirt that he'd wear ketchup went on everything like it went on steak it went on everything mm. everything even if it was a welly welly a well-prepared <laughs> meal i don't know where welly came from that sounds so british but um <laughs> Yeah, it'd be on everything, and it it's offensive. I think ketchup is offensive. Oh, it's like when that's you ask a, strong a chef, word. but when you if someone cooks you a really great meal yeah. and it's all seasoned really w- well, and it's lots of like good food, like money, me food, money, <laughs> money food. <laughs> I mean, like elaborate, <laughs> elaborate. Like I'm gonna serve you up prime rib at my house, like pricey food, pricey food. food. Yeah, and okay. it wasn't just that it was like something. So expensive is that you know the whole process to prepare it yeah you know it's not like you just opened a box right like you made something from scratch fresh ingredients and then the person asked you for ketchup they basically don't like food 
They don't like food. They like ketchup. Uh, they just want to taste ketchup. That's true. When I was living in France, there was a girl who had come with her mom for like a, a quick like summer trip. And she was probably like 14 or 15. And she was one of those people that like loved ketchup. Uh-huh. And we were out at a restaurant mm-hmm. and her mom asked us like, and so the ladies that I was living with, like, oh, do you think we could get some ketchup for her? And, oh, my God. And they said, no. No, we, we, we seriously cannot ask for ketchup. Because <laughs> they we can don't never have come it. They don't well, have it. I mean, they might. No. They, they do. Maybe. Yeah, for french fries and stuff. Okay, okay. But, like, see, and the idea me, was, like, wait, we can never fries. come back here if we ask for ketchup right now. French we can never show our faces again. And ketchup. They go together. Right. Like, that makes sense. I'm saying ketchup on, like, prime rib. Like steak. Yes. Or... Ketchup and steak is a no-go for you. No-go for me. But you'll eat ketchup on... French fries. French fries. Yeah. A hot dog. It's supposed to be there. A hamburger. Sure. Right? Like, right. these are condiment... You know, ketchup, I think, was if made it, just If you for can those. eat it at a baseball stadium, then ketchup is allowed. Yeah. It's very interesting. <laughs> in Haiti. I was in Haiti once, and they were explaining to me that... The kids, what they enjoy for breakfast, like one of their favorite breakfast meals is spaghetti and ketchup. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. Spaghetti and ketchup. They're like, yep. Because it's like vinegary and sweet. Like, interesting. Yeah. They also in Haiti will eat like a sweet spaghetti for breakfast. I was served that when I was in Haiti. It's weird. It's like spaghetti noodles with like the sweet sugary sauce. It's It's just something we're not used to. Yeah. So strange. not used to it at all so let's see you've got a couple others on here yes cheese should be should be just cheese colored cheese should not be blue i have to disagree with that you love a good blue cheese i love a stinky cheese man if i'm if we're out Mm. together and we get a cheese platter which is one of the things that phoebe likes to do if there's on the menu get a cheese platter so get the cheese platter it comes to the table blue's all you babe Mm, you can have all the uh, cheese you want. I don't want any of it. I love blue cheese. Don't want I really, I know it's a very, maybe, maybe it's an it acquired taste. Maybe it's an acquired taste. <laughs> oh my God. So sorry. We just blew out your eardrums. But I don't think it's an acquired taste. I've always loved blue cheese. I think it's just a weird flavor that not everybody likes. Acquired taste. No, that's not the same thing. No. No, I don't have to trick you to like it. You either like no, it or I, you don't. It's not my thing. You yeah. can have my portion. Thank you. you can now, have you know what portion. is good, though? Some blue cheese on a prime rib or like a nice juicy steak with a blue I cheese I mean, on if top. somebody's oh, made my. it into mm, something, but so I'd rather good. have a brown bernet sauce. Oh, I mean, you could have it I mean, both brown things. Brown bernet sauce, but yeah. I mean, blue cheese has its place, and there's been times when I've enjoyed it. I Just in this phase of my life, it's sus. you're so hip it took me a second to figure out what you just said it's sus it's suspicious i know you know what people of my generation would say Hmm. would say that it's sketch that's what we used to say Mm. but sketch is not cool anymore you say sus which i just recently learned that yeah i used it a a couple weeks ago somewhere and i used the word sus and somebody at the table next to me like or table sitting next to me was very like put it back that I even knew what it meant. I'm yeah. like, I'm hip. 
I know things. It's because you're an enigma. I'm an enigma. Uh Mm -hmm. I know. If I learn any, like, hip new new words, it's usually from you. And I'm usually learning it from my daughter, Grace. So. Yeah. I don't. Or something I saw. Usually know what they're talking (laughs) about. (laughs) But, yeah. um, I have a very strong opinion about napkins. Okay. Use them. That's my opinion. Use them. Use the napkins. Use the napkins. Like, licking your fingers a whole lot. Showing a lot of your mouth when you're eating. I don't know. Napkins are there for a purpose. <laughs> They're so useful. But people, man, if I see somebody wiping their hands on their pants, I'm like, what is that? Why? Did your mom not teach you how to wipe your hands? I'm guessing no. Use the napkin. It makes me, with my kids, I go insane if they're not using the napkin. I do. I'll like call them out immediately. Here, here, you need a napkin. Do you need a napkin? And they're like, what? You need... Stop licking your fingers. This is so disgusting. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, before we go to your next or perhaps last opinion, let's take a quick break. Okay, sounds good. You know what's the worst? Roof leaks. But you know who can help? Certified Best Roofing, your Central Florida roofer for life. We can help in any situation, so give us a call at 407-602-3363 or visit CertifiedBestRoofing.com today to see how we can help you in your Central Florida home thrive for life. Need a website? A logo for your business? Or maybe a specialized gift for that hard-to-buy someone in your life? Well, Phoebe Thomas Design has you covered. Go to PhoebeThomas.com, check out her designs, see how she can help you with all of your design needs. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> so, Carrie, so my, what's, what's more next? points or opinions? Let's I, hear it. Finger foods are life. Elaborate. I mean, there's just something to be said about mm-hmm. some great finger foods, you know? You can make your plate up, you can eat a whole bunch of different things, different ethnic foods mix them all together just eat them all and then feel like you didn't eat any more eat enough and then go back and get another plate so and like you like, like love yourself a charcuterie board uh, yes yes <laughs> <laughs> or like tapas like, tapas, tapas bar is like where you're tapas, at yes little yeah, plates drinks and apps over yes here. drinks and apps all day long and I another thing that. is that um love to share everyone should try chips and salsa for breakfast at least once <laughs> It's amazing. It's life-changing. Uh, I remember watching you eat chips and salsa for breakfast one morning, and I just sat there with, like, this... Bewilderment. Furrowed brow. Like... And I'm like... I'm like, yeah. it's like 8.30. And what I'm are like, you... Don't look at me. What are you... It's like 8.30 in the morning. What are you... What are you... You just gonna, like, And you ate, like, almost the whole jar of salsa. Yes! It was I was so hungry. Like, I, yeah, it was, and it was like second breakfast. I had already done like fifty things and been to four places. <laughs> yeah, we had already done yoga. That's why I was watching you. Yes, I had already led like a yoga. Bible club at a public school and come back from that and uh, done yoga and was like, yes, chips and salsa is where it's at. <laughs> second breakfast, second Hobbit breakfast. Hobbit style. <laughs> well, see, my food opinions. A lot of them come from my food memories. Like I have a lot of core childhood memories that are attached to food, like the little orbs. 
orbs. Your orbs from Inside Out, like your core yes, memories? Yes, yes, my core memories. It took me a second. I'm like, what are you talking about? I know, it's like, it why Disney I movie. got distracted and didn't finish explaining. <laughs> she was doing a hand motion. It didn't make any sense. I was making an orb shape. You can't see it, but I'm doing it now. Can you feel it? The orb in her in the palm of her hands. But yes, um, yeah, I have a lot of core memories that are associated with food. Lots of good ones. Like, you know, fam- you know families get together. There's... My Aunt Betty's Red Velvet Cake, which is a, one of the dishes I love to bake. I love to bake. It's one of the things I love to bake is Red Velvet Cake from scratch with her buttercream icing recipe. You know, there's things that are so nostalgic and have so much, like, happy memories. But I also have a couple food memories that are not, they're not magical <laughs> oh, at all. Oh, do tell. <laughs> so, Let's hear it. You know, we said that we are so proud that our moms were listening to our, our podcast, you know. Well, like, my mom is. I don't know about yours. People are listening is our mom. So, mom, if you're listening, you're a wonderful cook, and I love you. However, <laughs> I have a core memory. <laughs> you're great, but. I love you, and your cooking's great. However, there was this one memory. Well, there's two. One is when I was younger. I think probably like second or third grade. And um, she's making, we had to get out the door for the bus stop. My mom is like crud. There's nothing in the house to eat. My mom worked for, uh, worked full time. I don't know what those words were happening in my mouth. But anyway, she worked full time and um, the fridge was empty. She didn't get a chance to go to the store. So she had some leftover sweet potatoes, which I love sweet potatoes as an adult. As a little kid, not so much. For breakfast, too. Yeah, so she pulled out those sweet potatoes. I do not remember if they were warm. I don't, I, what I remember is they were, I remember cold sweet potatoes. That's what I remember. They might have been warm at one point, and we sat there and didn't eat them, and they got cold. And when I say we, I mean my sister and my brother. So I'm the oldest of three. We're sitting at the table. My mom's doing the face. Eat the sweet potatoes. It's like her mouth gets smaller and smaller the, and smaller. Eat the and sweet potatoes. And, and we were struggling. Like, no, we don't want to eat the sweet potatoes. You know, we're crying about the sweet potatoes. And um, we, had to, we that's all we had. That's what we were eating for breakfast. So we, my sister on every bite is like gagging. And my mom is like, you've got to stop. And so on our way out the door, my sister throws up all the sweet potatoes in the oh, foyer no. heading out the front door. <laughs> Oh my god! And, and we all just freeze. Oh, yeah, it's not we even all like freeze in the like, bushes. We just like bus, hose it off. The bus is like you can hear the bus coming, and she's so mad. And, and you're like, like, okay, bye, mom, gotta go. Like, ah, frozen. And I'm, I mean, that's at the point I, re- I don't remember what happened after my sister threw up, but you blocked that part out. I blocked it out. <laughs> so I have a thing about leftover cold, cold leftovers. I have a thing like if I'm gonna have leftovers, they're gonna be heat up really yeah. really hot i'm not a huge i'm not a huge leftover, leftover either i don't mind leftovers nah. but they've got to be like really really warm mm-hmm. well heated through and through yeah that's very important yeah i i would agree i had a roommate who she would just like grab her leftovers out of the fridge and start eating them no 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 like ice cold no no it's no. so fascinating right like what I mean, maybe if you're gonna make like a turkey sandwich. After no, no, it would be like it'd be like rice or like noodles. Oh no! Yeah, no, not was, for me. Yeah, that's not for me. I mean, more power to you. And then another one of my core memories from my my wonderful mom was when I was a teenager, and we, me, and my sister and brother came in the door. We're all really hungry, you know. <laughs> Teenagers eat everything in sight, and my you know we always had a leftover night, which was fine. Like leftovers were great because she was a good cook, so leftovers were really really good. And this one is spaghetti. It's on the stove. It's in a pot. And so we're all 
getting big plates of spaghetti. We sit down at the table and we start to bite in and we're like, what's wrong with this? We're like looking at each other like, what's wrong with this spaghetti? This doesn't taste right. And we're like, mom, like what's in the spaghetti? She's like, it's just spaghetti. It's, it's leftovers from the other night. And we're like, yeah, but it doesn't taste right. Like what's in here? And she's like, I don't know. She put the leftover like white fish in the spaghetti. <laughs> But it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like big, I know Italians will eat white fish of some sort with like a side of spaghetti and pasta and sauce and whatnot. Sure, I'm sure like fish I mean, in pasta sauce it's a with good pasta combination. Would be good. I even think as an adult I've eaten this. But, but not but like, it was like leftover. It was like stirred in and like shredded to where you couldn't even see that there was fish but in the spaghetti. But you could taste it. You could taste we it. We could taste it. We couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah. And we, we all just like had and a fish. fish. And mm. she got highly irritated with her teenagers. You know, was, I don't remember. I just remember the awkward moment and none of us would eat it. And then she didn't like it. We didn't like it. And I don't know. Like those. That's always a great start with mom. <laughs> with your leftover fish spaghetti sauce yeah but uh and my dad was a kitchen not a kitchen inspector that's not what he did for a living but he worked for an insurance company that would go and his main client was a very large corporation of a large chain of restaurants and so it was like the parent company that owned all these big restaurants and so he was the insurance company that would go in and like make sure they were being safe and they were doing food safety and all the things and so he'd go in to like consult with them Mm -hmm. and then he'd come back with all these stories of like what he would see in kitchens and how people were like breaking all the rules and not doing the right things and that's probably where a lot of my like dirty spoon at the buffet kind of comes into my mind it's because all those stories my my dad would bring home but um, lots of great food memories, too. But, you know, what, they're not as fun to talk about, I don't think. Can you remember, like, the worst thing you've ever eaten? The worst thing I've ever eaten? I don't. I mean, I pretty much like everything. Yeah, you're not you very know, picky. I'm not a picky Okay, eater. well, then can you remember? I'll try stuff. Like, the, I'll try lots of different things. The best. Ooh, ooh. The weirdest thing you've ever eaten? The weirdest thing was when I was a kid, my uncle shot a squirrel we're from the country man <laughs> in kentucky my uncle my uncle bud mm-hmm. yes. shot a squirrel <laughs> my grandparents property and then somebody else in the family scanned it up and then my grandma cooked it in the, in the skillet and then we all tried some like how was it cooked was it like a fried stew? fried fried squirrel. squirrel just fried in the pan that's and fascinating it tasted like chicken <laughs> That's what they it all say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I eat squirrel. It's weird. Yeah. It's what's really weird. The, what's the best thing you've ever eaten? There's two things I can come to mind. Okay. My husband and I went to a restaurant. It was like some type of rotating restaurant. It's some big tall building downtown Dallas when we went there years and years ago. And we got this dessert. I think it was called like the cloud, but it was like oh. this foamy, wonderful something floating on the top of something else that was wonderful and so we each got one and we ate it and then we were like we want another one I think we ordered three each (laughs) we just kept eating this dessert and we were like we could have probably eaten more of it because the servings were small (laughs) we could have probably eaten more but we stopped because we were like this is embarrassing like it's (laughs) embarrassing for them it's embarrassing for us I'm getting we need to move on we need to move on that sounds like there's a French dessert called um, Il Flotant, so it's like floating islands. Let me say that again. 
It's like basically like meringue, like fluffy meringue, like in like a creme patisserie yes, sauce. And it's like floating and then it's got like caramel. Sm- it had like a smoke spirals. coming off. So they did something yeah. that made it like they took the lid off and it like had smoke. Oh, yeah. It was like all around. Those are really good. I've made that once before and it's yeah. so good. We were ridiculous. To yeah. Order. Another. And another. I... And another. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have another, please. Garçon. Keep them coming. And then I think my next one is, I mean, right now it's dessert memories, but it was um, in Venice, mm-hmm. a uh, gelato served in warm brioche. Oh, so oh my gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. It was oh. so good. Because then it becomes like soupy, but it's in the, oh, oh man. It was oh, so wow. good. So, that so, so good. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Holy cow, it sounds so good. We need to go there just to eat it. Yeah, we do. Okay, yeah, podcast tour. Too. Yeah. Podcast food tour. <laughs> First stop, Venice for gelato so in a brioche warm bowl. Brioche. Warm brioche. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. So, so good. So, what about you? What's your um, weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Well, I've traveled a lot, so I've eaten some weird stuff. And I am certain there are things that I've eaten and I've just chosen not to know what it is. <laughs> that, you know, like some of the places you go, it's just better not to know. You just eat it. And yeah. You know, and it's important to like participate just, in, the, in exactly. the culture by, so I just by don't eating their food. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I had guinea pig in Peru. Okay. They eat a lot of that there, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I just tried it. I didn't like order it at a restaurant. They were, it's like an event and they had it. Yeah. It just had really tiny bones. It was like really (laughs) hard to eat. It's like this teeny tiny chicken with like extra bones in it. So it was fried, but it was just like, like trying to like, like, little tiny fingers up against her little tiny teeth. Yeah. It was, it was good, but um, yeah, I was like this. Again, seems like a lot of work for very little reward. Uh-huh. <laughs> Too much effort. Yeah. Yeah. What about the best? Ooh. I have a few that come to mind. So, one is this lamb and blue cheese sandwich that I had at some pub in Wales. Mm. And I was um, there for a summer. I don't know where we were. I think we were just like, it had been a long day, and... You know, it's like cold and windy, and we got inside this like nice warm pub, and I ate this warm, delicious sandwich, and I was like, "This is the greatest thing! <laughs> it's so good." But it was like the lamb was like warm and fatty, and then the blue cheese was like just nice and melt. It was oh, it was so good. Um, and another one was at this restaurant in Paris that I went to with a friend of mine. Um, it's an Italian restaurant in Paris, and. It was, I was trying to decide, I was going to get the ravioli, and I was trying to decide, like, you could pick the sauce you wanted. There was, like, mm-hmm. two or three. And I wasn't sure which one, and so I asked the waiter, like, okay, which one should I choose? And he said, oh, oh, a hundred, out the creme fraiche sauce, absolutely, no question. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, please and thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it, it was so delicious like I, that was five years ago and I can still taste it really oh my God. <laughs> it was so good like I 
am hopeful that I can go back to Paris this year. I've tried in 2020 and well, we all know how that turned out. But, and part of it is I just want to eat at this restaurant again. Like, I just want to eat the sauce again. Yeah. Um, and then I have like two favorites from when I lived in Africa. One were Nims, which was a street food. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it looked like an egg roll, basically. And it was like beef with like peas and onions and carrots, like sauteed and then like wrapped in this and then fried. Mm-hmm. And then they would serve it with like fresh lettuce. So you'd wrap the lettuce around it and then it had like a, like a spicy sauce with it, like a sweet and sour kind of sauce. In a bag? Yes. The sauce, <laughs> the sauce 100% came in a bag, as did the lettuce. Um, but it was so good. It was like one of my favorite things and one of my roommates worked across town on like Mondays and mm-hmm. she would always be like, do you guys want Nims for dinner? And I was like, yes, yes. One million times. Yes. Always, always want Nims. <laughs> and then one more thing, cause I have a lot of foods that I love was in Africa. We had a variety of mango called among greffe, which was a mango that had been grafted with a pineapple. Crazy. It was so good. And they were huge. So, I mean, it was, like, the size. Oh, I can't even think of it. So, they, like, grew them together? Yeah, I don't really know the science of how it works. But they would grasp two fruits in one. Yeah, so it had, like, the sweetness of a mango and, like, the tang of a pineapple. It was incredible. And it was huge. So, like, it was very common to go to someone's house for dinner. And it would, you just have mango for dessert. Basically, they just, like, cut it in half and, like, give you a spoon. And you just, like, really? scoop it out of the skin with a spoon. Nice. It was so good. Oh my god, it's amazing. It's so simple too. Oh, so good. Food that comes in its own bowl. Yes, it was incredible. <laughs> it was so good. It was a pity if you were the person who got the side with the pit in it, because oh, then you had to like eat around it. Yeah. But usually the hosts, like if you were at someone else's house, they wouldn't give you that one. Yeah, that's so interesting. Well, like yeah. um, our son Preston and his wife Heidi, they lived in China for some time, and one of the food stories he always tells is like fish soup is a big deal mm-hmm. there in uh, China. So they'd make a fish soup. You're a guest and they make this big pot of fish soup and then they'd serve it all up. And if you happen to get the fish head with the eyeball, it was like a big deal. It's oh like <laughs> the best thing that's ever happened to you is getting the, the fish head with the eyeball in it, in your bowl. It's like meant to be like, you're the guest of honor if that happens, but you have to eat the eyeball. It's like a thing. Cool. Like, does it like, does it like squish? I mean, I don't know. But Preston, our son, was like, I drew the line. Like, I knew it's important to them. I knew it's a thing. I know everything. But no. I, can't, <laughs> I'm not, I just I'm can't not, do it. I can't eat the eyeball. Yeah. I I have learned through traveling that there's always a polite way to refuse something to eat. And one lady that I knew had lived in Indonesia. And the polite way to refuse food there was to just say, I don't know how to eat that. Oh, like to just say, like, I don't know how to eat I that. I don't know how to eat that. Yeah. And they're like, OK, you know, like <laughs> we're like in America, the the way you would refuse it would be to say, like, it would make me sick. Like, right. Or like it doesn't agree with me or, right. or something like that. Yeah. Which may or may not or be I true. Have a, I have a food aversion to that. Yeah. I have, I have like a, an intolerance. Yeah, like, I have a tolerance. Yeah. Something like that. Sensitivity. Food sensitivity. That's There the you go. There you go. But um, yeah, she would just, she was like, you would just say, I don't, I don't know how to eat that. It's like, I love that so much. That one in your back pocket. Yeah. 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 So soup is salad. 
food is a ketchup blanket. Hopefully. No, ketchup is a food blanket. Sorry. <laughs> food is a ketchup blanket? No. What did I say? That you said food is a ketchup blanket. <laughs> ketchup is a food blanket. It is. Ketchup is a food blanket. Food is not a ketchup uh, blanket. Thanks for listening, guys. Yes. As always, we'd love to hear from you. You can uh, follow us on Instagram at Better Side of Medium. We'll probably have some fun, like, photos and things to post there today. Yes, share with us your favorite food memories. Yes, or the best places you've eaten, especially the, if they're in Central Florida. We will go eat there. Or the weirdest things you've ever eaten. I love yes. those stories, too. They're so fun. Send yeah. us an email at bettersideofmedium at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, and you can subscribe, like, review our podcast. Only if you like us. Only if you like it. <laughs> Five stars only, please. Um, wherever you are currently listening to this podcast now. Sounds great. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. See ya.